Welcome to Digging Up Ag Podcast. Through sharing research-based information from the University of Kentucky, our goal is to help you successfully enrich your farming enterprise while cultivating knowledge and expertise in agriculture. Now, here's your host. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Digging Up Ag Podcast. I'm Adam Huber, the University of Kentucky Cooperative Extension Agent for Agriculture in Allen County. Joined this morning by Adam Estes. He is the Hart County A&R agent. And uh, Kevin played hooky on us again, Adam. So we had to bring in uh, Mr. Chris Schalk, Barron County A&R agent. Chris, we're glad you could join us this morning. Oh, I'm just tickled about to be here. (laughs) <laughs> well, good deal. Good deal. We, 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 uh, the last time, uh, we did our, our podcast course, uh, was, was Kevin here last time? He, he was, was last time. Yeah. yeah. He, so he's played hooky on this two times and uh, two times. I think he had to do something today. Um, but, uh, we do appreciate you uh, joining us and we got a lot to talk about today. We got a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, in the next couple of months and uh, events, programs, a lot of good fun stuff. Of course, we are in October now. Uh, the fall months of the year is here, starting to cool down. And so there's a lot of lot of fall festivities going on, just a lot of stuff uh, agriculture-wise. Of course, harvest season is here. We're right in the middle of, of corn, corn harvest and uh, just a lot of stuff going on. But we'll go ahead and, and get into to all that stuff here in just a minute. But how was y'all's weekend? Did y'all have a good weekend? Had a good weekend. Coming off a of hey. fall break and just yeah. get back at it. Yeah, it was it was good. It was good. It's good time of the year. It's good time to sit on the porch. Good time for a fire. Good time just to recharge your battery. Yeah, this time of year I really like bonfires and and that kind of thing. Of course, uh, you know. We had a pretty good little cold spell there. What last weekend? Got down in the thirties. A little bit of a little bit of frost uh, in some places, not a, not a ton, but but uh, I know we talked to some people. They had some some frost on you know a couple mornings, so that was pretty interesting. Uh, but we are at that you know that time of year, so yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> I like these mornings where you got to go out put a you know put a sweatshirt on, but you don't necessarily have to keep it on all day long. That's just a good time for me. That's a good thing about being fat. I don't have to wear a sweatshirt. <laughs> hey, talk about that. Talk about that frost. You guys get any phone calls after that? Oh, yeah. Already got a couple. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People start getting worried about that uh, that Johnson grass and warm season angels when we get that frost. Yeah, of course, this time of year, we always usually get that question, you know, whenever it does start to frost. And, uh, you know, that is a, you know, a concern here in Kentucky because we, you know, have a lot of Johnson grass that grows and then, so, you know, folks have uh, sorghum sedans and, and that kind of, that kind of forage that they, they plant for, you know, the summertime. Uh, but, you know, that is a, con- you know, a concern um, is, is the prussic acid in Johnson grass and, and sorghum sedans. Um, and really, of course, you know, whenever you do get that call, is this, what do you what do you tell tell the folks? So, if it's a good killing frost, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, but we need to go at least ten days to two weeks, right, on a wait time. Yeah, yeah I, I, for sure. Yeah. Um, what's unique, I think, is that it, you, it's like 
you don't get that question really unless somebody's grazing ground that hadn't been grazed early. You know, continuous pastures, we all three know that how much Johnson grass do you see in continuous pastures? Not much, right? Well, it's right. the only way to control. It's the only way to really get rid of Johnson grass in a field is to graze it. That's exactly right. I mean, cows like it really, truthfully, as long as it's young <laughs> and tender, they love it. Um, yeah. So you don't typically see it in continuous pasture, but if they're rotating or, or like now, you know, this time of year, you see a lot of people turning it on hay fields. You know, if they may have cut earlier in the year, so they're going to see some Johnson grass in it. But uh, yeah. And you mentioned a, uh, a killing frost um, or a non-killing frost. So kind of, you know, as far as the temperatures go on that, it's actually colder than what you would think as far as a killing frost goes. So it's like 28 degrees and below is a killing frost. And of course, you know, you know, 29 and above is, you know, the non-killing frost. So it has to get pretty cold you know, for, for a killing frost to occur, especially, you know, in October, you're typically not going to get, you know, a 28 degree night in in October, unless you're getting towards, you know, November. Um, so, you know, that's really important to kind of know that going into, you know, if you are grazing, you know, those pastures or whatnot, is to know, you know, the temperature that it gets to. And really, you know, if you go out into your field and you see that that Johnson grass is wilting in the wilt stage, that's whenever it's, you know, the, 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 the most effective as far as, you know, uh, poison goes. Um, if that Johnson grass is brown, completely brown, then, you know, it, it's dead. It, you know, you don't have to worry about it, it, you know, as far as that goes. That wilt stage is really the stage that you have to, to really worry about as far as, uh, you know, poisoning. I don't know about you all, but we haven't hit that temperature no. yet. I don't think in, in our counties we hadn't. But so, what about these light frosts? What's y'all's answer on those? Well, you know, I, I always tell people uh, that uh, it is vulnerable when it is a wilted deal. Okay, all right, and it needs to be dried out, whatever that drying out is. Okay, all right, so you know however we however we do that uh so it's it's going to be several days on these little little bitty light deals but uh i always tell people if you're worried about it just wait a little while you know i think what do you guys yeah i mean that's you know basically the the same thing that you know i, I tell the folks is um you know if if you if you're grazing and you know you got cattle in there just like you said you know if you're worried about it just wait you know uh you know, that, that time period may be, you know, seven to 10 days. It could be longer than that, depending on, you know, the frost and recurring frost and that kind of thing. So, you know, like I said, you know, once that Johnson grass or sorghum is, is completely brown, then that's when you don't have to worry about it, worry about it at all. It's that, will, you know, like we just said, that's that wilt stage, just the, the main issue that we're, we're kind of looking at. So I think, is it dry enough that if you put it up for hay, it wouldn't spoil? Right. Okay. All right. That's the way, that's the way to look at it. And, and we always get a question talking about, hey, somebody will say, hey, I, I got this stuff in the windrow. I've already cut it. I got this stuff in the windrow. What about it? You've already cut it. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's, it's going to be fine. You're going to roll it up. You know, it's, it, it's not that big. So warm season grasses are great, um, you know, uh, but and, and it's not nearly as big of a problem. But I encourage people, if they got a question, to call their agent. All right. And and, you know, let, let's talk through it because every situation can be a little bit different depending on if you've got stuff in a bottom or up on a 
up on a hillside, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it gets a little colder in some of them bottoms in Cumberland County at night than it might, uh, on some of them plateaus in Hart County. All right. That's so, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say that because, because where we live at, we live up on top of a hill and then in the morning time, especially like during the, the frosty time of the year, whenever I go down into the bottoms, the temperature changes so much and, and we may not have a frost at all on top of the hill. Whenever I get down to the, the creek bottoms, it could be, I mean, just looks like it snowed and it, it, it's just amazing how the temperature and elevation difference can really affect that. And it's going to change from farm to farm. So if you've yeah. got several farms or you've got cattle in different places, I think that's why it's a good, you know, good time to check it. But now this is a concern every year. Yeah, I mean, you can you can almost mark your calendar as the day, you know, the time that you're going to get the, the those calls. It's like, yeah. well, if we're getting into October, we're going to get some some Johnson grass calls. <laughs> so. I think I've, we've all talked about this. Being an agent sometimes is very cyclic. Okay, all right. Yeah. We get the same kinds of questions at the same time. Yeah. Um, every year, for the most part, or after different weather events. Sure. right right yeah you can kind of get into a routine and and, and if you if you know something's coming up you can kind of you know freshen up your memory on some things <laughs> that's right well sure well sure yeah 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 so um so we are, like i said we are getting into the you know the end of the month here and something that comes up in november kind of we're kind of switching gears here a little bit is the the north american livestock international livestock expo and i know that's something that that Chris really enjoys. I know that you go up there just about every year. And, uh, and I think SS, you're going up there this year to, to help with some of the shows. I haven't never been up there to actually, uh, help with the shows or anything like that, but I've been there to the, to the livestock expo and it's a, a really good time. It's like what, two weeks long, a week and a half, something oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. And so it's a, and, and really it's one of the premier livestock shows in, 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 in America. Um, we, in you know, the you world. Got, yeah. You got folks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've got folks coming from all over the place that are, you know, coming to show their animals. Of course, they got the rodeo, they got all kinds of different stuff, you know. So, uh, you all have more experience as far as, you know, working at the, the, uh, the North American kind of what, what are your all thoughts on, on the, the show? I was going to ask, they still doing the rodeo then? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I remember going, yeah. <clears throat> as I was a kid, we would go up there to the rodeo. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, of course, as I got a little older, ended up showing some cattle up there a little bit too. But uh, Chris, you've got yeah, the, years the, of experience the, with this. Yeah, this is actually the the fiftieth uh, anniversary of the North American. Um, so um, the North American and myself are very close in age. I'll just put it that way. All right, so <laughs> I might be I might be a little older than a North American, but anyway, uh, yeah, I've had the opportunity, um, Adam, to to show there as a, as a young person. Uh, I've had the opportunity to work there as, a, as an adult, as a professional. And, and the neatest thing that I've had is I've had the opportunity to have my daughter show on the green shavings as well. Uh, and so as, as much as it is, as much as I enjoy the North American um, standing in the makeup area, I'll never forget when my youngest, the first time, and and I tell this story on Mary all the time. First time that she went out onto those green shavings into Freedom Hall uh, to show, it was the heifer's first time to to show with the North American as well. 
and both of them were staring at the lights. And I thought to myself, this is going to be a long day. <laughs> and no, we, we were in the middle of the pack. But, uh, and uh, so maybe we didn't do as well as I liked. But many, many years later, looking back, you talk about a cherished memory. Oh, yeah. I can still, I can still see them both. I can tell you what Mary had on. But I can still see them both walking, the heifer and her walking, just looking at all them lights at the ceiling in Freedom Hall. <laughs> what awesome. is it about the green shavings? Like, that's just, everybody knows about the green shavings. It's, it, it's special. It's a Kentucky yeah. thing, okay? Uh, it's, it's, I don't know why we decided to take sawdust, dye it green, but we did, okay? All right. <laughs> and uh, we use it for the state fair, and we use it for, I just looked down at my shoes when I said that because um, my, I went someplace, I don't know, a week or two ago, and somebody looked down at the shoes that I had on, and they got a green stain around the bottom where I've worn them at the State Fair and the North American, the, the boots, okay? So, uh, but anyway, it's a, the North American's a big deal. Whatever species you like, it's not expensive to get in if people want to go up and just watch, Okay. Um, and you know, it, I think it's eight bucks for adults and, and a little bit to park, you know, and, and the thing about the state fairgrounds is that's as safe of an environment as in a big city as you're going to find. It's a hundred percent climate controlled. Um, and if you don't like livestock shows, there's as good a Christmas shopping over there in the, <laughs> in, right. in the general store. Okay. Uh, as you're going to find. And so uh, I'm just a North American fan. Plus, a man can get him a brisket sandwich or one of them one-inch thick pork chops. And, there you go. Have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> have a real good time with that. Uh, it's yeah. just, have you have you been up there as far as like helping with the show like quite a bit? Or I, I, I know you said you were going this year to help the show, but I didn't know like how long you've been doing that or or what. I have I've never helped with the show at the North American. Um, um i've showed there like i said but uh you know helped with the state fair this will be my first year actually helping with north american so okay gotcha as far as the species go uh chris they've got pretty much all livestock species that they're showing from dairy to beef to goat to sheep to swine they pretty much got it all right alpacas alpacas okay alpacas. i didn't know they that it got, got alpacas uh, yeah, they got all your ma major meat species, uh, uh, your, your major large uh, animal kind of deal there. Man, it, and they're the best of the best, okay? I've jokingly said about standing in the middle of the pack. If you win a class at the North American, all right? You've done most, something. You've done something. Most breeds consider any class winner at the North American as an all-American. And being... Well, we all got Kentucky stuff on. Being from Kentucky, we know what an all-American is. And 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 so these are the best. These are the best. The best of the best. Of the best. Yep. And, and you're in tall timber. Okay. All right. It's man, it's great. It's great to watch. Um, like I said, it's a real safe environment. Real um, it's it's laid back if you're if you're there to watch. It's not laid back if you're an exhibitor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. So don't stare at the so don't stare at the lights when you go in a ring. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't give her a hard time about that at all, did you? <laughs> I was calmed down by the time she came out of there, you know. But anyway, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 as she's evolved now, she's a very fierce competitor. Okay, right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, but it but at seven years old, maybe <laughs> she wasn't as fierce a competitor as she is now. So. <laughs> right, right. And you know, you know, for I I kind of look at livestock judging as kind of like playing sports for those farm kids that don't necessarily play sports and are into the activities right. in the school system right. like that. You know, this is kind of their sport and, and their kind of hobby and pastime. And so, you know, livestock judging, if you, you know, if you don't play basketball or softball or whatever, and some kids do judging and play sports too. I'm not saying that they don't, <laughs> but you know, th- for those kids that do not, Chris knows about that because your kids <laughs> play sports and judge and yeah. do, do all yeah, the things. Yeah. I, yeah. But, but it's, you know, it, this for them is, you know, something that teaches them hard work, you know, uh, you know, responsibility, you know, teamwork, that kind of thing. Um, and, and working with your animal to get it prepared for, you know, the shows and, and taking care of it, you know, work, you know, feeding it every day, all those kinds of things, you know, this for those kids is like, you know, playing on a sporting, you know, event for, for those athletic kids and so i think that it's really important that whether you play you know sports or livestock judge or playing the band or whatever that you know this for this is you know something that those kids need to uh you know get involved in just to to learn life skills and and how to do things and and work with people and then you know just take responsibility um so i think that it, you know it's it's very good for for our kids to to be involved you know especially if it for our ag kids for sure and i think Spot we talked on, about man. this uh, i think we talked about this a little bit after on the show we talked about the state fair but you go up there and you look around i mean these kids just don't go up there and find them a seat and sit down i mean you know there's cattle to be clipped there's cattle to be fed there's stalls to be cleaned i mean they're working and, and like you said it teaches responsibility mm-hmm. yeah and work ethic too. That's a big thing. Exactly. Like you, you can't be lazy and 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 show cattle or no. livestock in general. Attention to detail. Yeah, I think that is. I think that is one thing that it. And the more the more advanced you get in livestock showing, the more attention to detail it takes because the details become much more finer. Okay, so <clears throat> now, like you said, show day, show day may start at one or two o'clock in the morning. Oh right. yeah, and it may go on till nearly that time the next day. All right, so uh, yeah, um, it, it skills. You know, it doesn't make any difference. Kids need to be involved. And on, there's one thing I like, and I didn't realize this as much until I had and done it. Showing livestock something a family has to do together. Right. Kid can't do it by themselves. Exactly Mom and right. dad can't do it by themselves. And in the end time we live in, kind of anything that forces that family to be together, I think that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Oh, yeah. Now, you, now you, you talk about showing and sports. I told you all we talked about this. This, is the, this was the first summer in 14 years that we haven't played softball and showed cattle. All right. So I didn't really know what to do with myself. Okay? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I get you. Had, had a lot of free time. <laughs> Oh, I had a whole lot of honeydew. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That that's important to get that done. Oh, oh yeah, fourteen years <laughs> worth. Yeah. Chris, you were talking about Mary uh, when she went in the ring. You know, I 
I can only remember showing it to North American a few times, but it was amazing to me the first time because I never had showed it a show that big. My goodness. And <laughs> I don't know if I've told you all this before, but like the first heifer I showed Dairy Cow, the first dairy heifer I had, when she went out as a calf, Chris, she was horrible. <laughs> I mean, she didn't do any count the first year. The second year, she come out right. as a yearling, and she had changed completely. Sure, I mean, happens. won a lot of shows. With the North American, she actually placed pretty high in the senior yearling class, or senior milking yearling class, I believe is what it was. And um, it was just a good experience. I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. No, no. Get lifelong friends. Lifelong friends, and that's that, that's important, you know. And that's so, why I enjoy about going. And that's why I enjoyed working the Kentucky State Fair, the dairy show, and going back up here for the nail. Now we refer to it as the nail. <laughs> it's a, yeah. it, a little easier to say, but uh, I got I got to see people that I hadn't seen in twenty years, fifteen twenty years. So, and most of them had kids <laughs> now. So oh, I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty neat. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's that's and that's another thing, you know, is is just the relationship building that you in the you know, just the camaraderie with people that you kind of build, you know, relationships and things over the years and and it's even you know, it's the same way with even like uh organizations like FFA and four H, you know, uh you know, you're building relationships with folks all around the, the state and the United States and even the world. Um, and it's, it's just really interesting because like, like whenever I was in high school, of course I was in really involved in FFA and judging and all the things FFA. And so like a lot of the folks that I, you know, met through camps, you know, uh, state conventions, all that kind of stuff. Uh, like now as I'm, you know, in my career a lot of those folks that i met and made friends with you know then are you know we kind of cross paths again just because of they're in agriculture doing jobs and, and things like that so i think it's really cool to you know build those relationships you know at an early age and then it all kind of comes around back full circle you know um whenever you start a career or, or you know whatever um and of course the ag community is you know agriculture is big but the ag community is small um mm -hmm. everybody knows everybody and so you know it, it's it's just really cool to uh to kind of see that you know come full circle a lot of truth in that yeah there, there sure is and and look forward to this kind of time every year yeah yeah, absolutely. So November the 20th, we have our, what we call the Soaky Pesticide Training. And it's um, basically if you are a commercial pesticide applicator, uh, every year you have to get, or you have to get, you know, so many hours of education and that kind of thing. And so we are holding that uh, on November 20th this year. And typically, I guess last year was the first year we had to change the dates. So typically we had that like the first week of December and, and now we've changed it to November um, because there was a deadline that we were kind of up against there that they had changed. Um, but as far as that goes, if you, you know, are uh, a commercial pesticide trainer in Kentucky or Tennessee, we have it, it we're having this at, in Logan County at the Logan County extension office. And so um, if you are a, 
you know, a commercial pesticide applicator that's in Tennessee or Kentucky, then you can come to our two day or no, it's actually a one day event this year, isn't it? Uh, it's usually two days. We've changed it up this year to do, uh, to make it one day. Uh, but you can come that day and get your, your applicator, uh, your CEUs. Um, and of course it is, it's $50 per day. Um, it starts at eight 30, goes to three o'clock and we've got, you know, a lot of good speakers lined up that will get you all of your educational, you know, hours that you need. And so if you are, you know, interested in that, you know, we definitely need to, to kind of sign up for that and uh, just let us know that you're, you're coming. Um, this is, of course, I've been working for well, going on five and a half years now. And, and this is a really good program that we put on every year. Um, Estes, were you here last year when we did this? I was. So that was your first year. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's a, it's a good, uh, good thing to come and get your, you know, your, your hours in. Um, I would like to say that it doesn't necessarily have to be, we're not talking strictly about agriculture here. I mean, you're, we're talking turf as well. Yep. So like anybody's taking care of golf courses or, you know, ball fields and stuff like that, you know, there will be some hours for you as well. Right. It's commercial pesticide. Uh, with that and you know there's some changes that the state of Kentucky has, has put in with this licensure system um, and it used to be folks just took the test again instead of going and doing their CEUs well now they're, that, that that's pretty expensive to do that yeah. Okay, yeah. Right, so, and the test is pretty uh, hard <laughs> and the test is pretty hard uh, the test has changed and so uh, let's uh, you know do, let's knock these CEUs out a lot of good camaraderie that day the food's good. Okay, the food's excellent. All right. Food's We're excellent. Gonna yes. you good. We're going to feed you good. We handpick these speakers. And, folks, I will be really straight up with you. If they're not any good, we don't have them back. All right. These people are <laughs> interactive and they're good. Okay. Right. They will, it's not bad. The day goes by pretty quick. And, you know, it, it's funny because uh, we, we all of our speakers are, are excellent. They do a really good job. But it, I think it's it's kind of funny that the Kentucky State Police Sergeant Sergeant Morris, he's the one that like everybody loves. <laughs> and you wouldn't think that right. think that that would be that you know the case. Like you know, stay away from the state trooper. But everybody loves him. He does a, such an excellent job, you know, with his presentation on the transportation regulations because it is important that our farmers that are you know on the roads with heavy equipment and grain trucks and and things like that know you know the regulations and you know what to expect if they do get pulled over by you know a state police officer um and so he uh he does an excellent job and 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 of course all of this is important but I, I just think that's kind of funny that the police officer is one everybody loves <laughs> oh he does do an excellent job and it's always a uh everybody's got so many questions for him sparks a lot of discussion it's just yeah. it ends up being a really good session there's a lot of you know, a lot of teachable moments there. That's a good thing about this program. And, you know, you, everybody bounces ideas off of each other, and, and I think that's a that's a good deal. Um, but like I said, knock us knock us out, knock out your uh, CEUs, and and uh, come come spend the day with us uh, down in Logan County. I point what's out too. 16, I'm sitting what, here. What's that? What's that date again? That it's 20th? November the November the twentieth. Yep. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So I'm looking go. at the right. uh, at the agenda here for it, and I don't know that uh, guys. Did we do anything with aerial applications last year? <clears throat> no, uh, no. 
and and what what you what he's meaning by aerial application would be drones using yes. drones. So there's um, a speaker this year on on uh, pest control and aerial applications. That I think yeah. that'll be a that's becoming more popular. So it is, and you know, whenever we had the pumpkin field day the other day, the we had some Amish from Hart County mm-hmm. there, and mm-hmm. I thought it was very interesting that they were using drone uh, fungicide application on their pumpkins. I never would have thought that they would have. Yep use that kind of technology um especially for because you know with pumpkin production you're not most of the time you're not going to be growing you know 100 acres of pumpkins you're looking at more five to 20 some acres which 20 acres of pumpkins is a whole lot of pumpkins um but i think that's interesting that you know that they're using the 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 drones to to spray the the pumpkin pumpkin crops yeah they had really good luck with it um you know i think they were able to Instead of having to leave out driveways, you know, for picking the pumpkins, yeah. they were able to plant solid, and and that kind of made up for it. But right, need to have good luck. Right. I guess the the last topic here, since we're kind of winding down, would be um, our community needs assessment that the University of Kentucky is um, doing this year. We did this back. Was it in twenty twenty? Somewhere around in there, maybe no, maybe in 2018. I can't remember. It's been 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 a few years ago. We did a community assessment. Is it four and, years? Uh, it four years? Four years. Four years. Yeah, we so did. That it, we did it in the, like the fall of 18, I, I think, or maybe it was the fall of 19, before the world stopped. Yeah, before yeah. COVID. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but we are doing that again. Um, in every county, so there's 120 counties in the state of Kentucky, and every county extension office in the state has to uh, meet a certain quota um, for their county. And um, so, like in Allen County, we have to meet, uh, we have to have, a, I think, 450 surveys is what we are required. I'm not, I think Chris said that uh, Barron County is like 500 and some. I'm not sure what Barron, or what Hart County is. Um, years, I believe. Okay. So, yeah. So, basically what this community needs assessment is asking for is just information from our stakeholders on, you know, how we, what the extension service can do to help, uh, you know, in our community, you know, kind of what you're needing, what, what our communities are needing, you know, because we're wanting feedback from community members. And so, you know, that's kind of what we're, we're looking at. And, and like I say, we have to have meet our quota. Um, and there's multiple ways that you can do the, the survey. You, like here in Allen County, and, and y'all may be doing something different, but like in Allen County, we've got paper surveys that we've printed out and, you know, we'll give them out at meetings or whatever. Um, and then you can also do it online. Um, you can, we have these uh, flyers that have the QR code. You can scan that and, and fill it out online. And so multiple ways that you can, you know, do that. And I'm not sure uh, y'all can kind of talk about how you all are promoting, you know, in your counties, you know, as far as, the, the community needs assessment same deal same deal. we've got uh we've got them out here uh, i'm looking at one uh right now but uh, on the social media you can just take a picture uh, like on the facebook page uh, whether you do the you know barron county or or uh you might even slip over i'm gonna get some sh- shameless advertising to the get the scoop radio uh, show Facebook page. Uh, if you're not checking, there you go. You're not check, not checking that out every day. You need to be. Uh, so <laughs> to get the scoop radio show. But um, we, uh, you know, we're looking at that, folks. We just want to know what we can do to serve you better. 
And that's all this is about. We just, we just want to do a better job. So it takes about what, 10 minutes to do. If that long tops, it tops. Yeah. Yeah. We're not asking for your life story or anything. (laughs) It's just going to (laughs) take just a few minutes. Uh, You don't have to put your social security number, nothing like that in, you know, just a couple questions. Yes or no. Um, and, and nobody's going to call you. Right. right. But one thing to remember also is you have to be, for some reason, you have to be 18 years old to do the survey. That is one caveat, I guess. Um, yeah. You have to be 18 to, to do the survey. Um, but yeah, like I said, we, we you know, definitely would appreciate uh, any any input and feedback. Um, like I said, we have to meet that quota in our counties. I think, uh, and I'm kind of proud of this, guys. Allen County leads in the the con in the uh, the surveys right now with 120, <laughs> I think 120 or 14 or something like that. So, congratulations! Thank you, thank you. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens at the end. <laughs> um, and Chris, you mentioned to get the Scoop Radio Show. Um, glad you said that. Uh, that is a good time, you know, to kind of promote your your radio show. Right. You and Kristen do, you know, a radio show. What five o'clock every morning on ninety five point one? Five o'clock every morning uh, on WGGC ninety five point one, uh, and I didn't. I was just being me, but anyway, yeah. Uh, but you know, again, we get different, you know, different ways of we we need to reach people. Uh, you know, whether it's a podcast, uh, whether it's five a.m. radio show, whether it's a newsletter, and that's that's what one the challenge about our job. It is very difficult to reach all of y'all. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Makes it tough. Yeah, for sure. Is this, do you do a weekly radio show? Yes. Uh, it plays, uh, let me think here. We way we do it in our office is uh, we have a local radio station, WLOC, AM 1150 or 1017 FM, I think. Um, he we, sounded good doing that. Did you? I mean, he could be that. Could I be a radio personality? He could be a radio, could be a radio personality. <laughs> <laughs> so my experience with radio is taping the radio, and then once a year I do the uh, – I help at least one day doing the 4-H radio auction we do in the county. It, it's okay. usually All a pretty right. good time. You know, there's three All or four right. people in the room, and we have a good time at it, but um, – our all three agents in our office split it, so each of us do two days, and we'll do we'll just record typically one day a week, and they'll play it uh, for a couple of days, and each one of us do, and then we'll do another one the next week. So, sure, sure, yeah, it's usually about five minutes, roughly, not very right. long, but right, yeah, I do one, I do a weekly show in Allen County as well uh, on the, the local radio station there, ninety nine point three WBLE. And I, my show airs in the mornings uh, on uh, every Wednesday morning um, at uh, about 7.35 is whenever my show airs. Like, in much like yours, it's about five minutes long. Um, and, you know, I started that, uh, well, we started that back probably three years ago, I guess. And that's whenever I had uh, an FCS agent in my office. And we kind of shared that together you know um we would talk about you know one one week maybe you know fcs stuff and then the next week maybe ag stuff or maybe we combine those together or whatever uh but since then of course she's left and i've continued to do the radio show um and, and honestly i really enjoy doing radio um and even you know the podcast so i i would much rather talk about something than write a thing for the newspaper or uh, it's not I just don't like writing stuff. I would much rather just talk about it. Right. <laughs> so, so that's kind of the same way. 
yeah yeah so that's kind of you know what i do what i enjoy uh, i just like media stuff in general whether it's videos or audio stuff or whatever um so and i'm putting together a video for our county agriculture uh, basically and i've been working on it trying to get video from you know whether it's corn harvest bean harvest you know uh you know planting cover crops harvesting you know tobacco whatever um and at our farm to fort dinner next year i'm gonna have this video ready put together and uh kind of show that present that at our our farm to fort dinner next year so i'm kind of excited about that project i've been you know it's kind of a, a year-long project because you got to get sure. all seasons you know from planting to the growing season to the harvest season so you know just kind of a, a cool little project that that i'm kind of excited about to, to get done and, and show everybody how'd you farm cool. to fort dinner go oh it was great it was great Good. we had we could we we started off with 100 tickets available we sold those like in two days um and so then we decided we would sell a few more so i think we ended up with like selling 116 tickets we could have sold 200 tickets um so i think next year we actually had a meeting about it last week i believe it was and so next year what we're going to do is we're going to try to we'll have more tickets available um and next year we're going to do it a little bit differently um but uh yeah it, it went really good everybody really enjoyed it um so yeah it uh we're kind of excited about doing it again planning it bigger and better for next year so good deal that's cool that's cool yeah trying to do what do what we can for our local communities as we can that's promoting right. ag in our camps absolutely absolutely well gentlemen i think we are running out of time here chris i appreciate you joining us this morning and uh Hopefully you can come back and join us again the uh, next oh, time yeah. that Kevin next time that Kevin plays hooky. <laughs> we'll we'll we, we always like to give Kevin a hard time whenever he misses or what. And last time I made fun of Brandon because he was old. So <laughs> we like giving Kevin a hard time hard time when he's here though. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, that's it's just right. fun. <laughs> yeah, just this fun. But no, it's all it's all in brotherly love though. We we definitely. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> if we didn't like him, if we didn't like him, we you know we wouldn't pick on him. So exactly right it's all about having fun if we can't do that i mean what you know that's right you gotta have a, a laugh and a smile every day so that's uh yeah, that's what sure. it's about for sure <laughs> all right all right then well we appreciate everyone listening in and we'll uh catch catch y'all again the next time we air our podcast in, in two more weeks so we appreciate it y'all have a good day bye thank you for listening to today's show with digging up ag we hope you join us back next time as we discuss various agriculture topics. Until then, please write a review and subscribe to our show on the podcast platform of your choice. We'll see you next time.